0: Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing! We cook because we have
1: to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going?
2: You have a great show. of a big fan. Boing! So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle.
0: Charbono! It's all about the charbono, dude. Succulent fish, what?
3: We ate cookies before we nerd.
0: So listen, Libertius, check
3: the I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed.
2: <laughs> we have top men working on it right now.
4: <laughs> top.
0: All right, now we are into the second hour. It's going to be very quick. Once again, not sure exactly what happened at the tail end of the Noah Glanville origin story there, but we got through 97, 98% of it. I appreciate him being so candid and so open about growing up. Uh, Obviously, the military experience was uh, something I didn't know delved that deep and he was certainly open to sharing that, which I certainly appreciate. So uh, pitbarrelcooker.com, the website. We thank Noah Glanville for joining me in the first hour, uh, an epic origin story. So if you're listening now here on Thursday and you missed the first hour somewhere in the podcast, make sure you go back and listen to the Noah Glanville origin story. Still to come on the show this evening, the Embedded Correspondence As we close out 2022, we say good evening to everybody watching tonight through one of the streaming platforms of video, Facebook and Twitch slash BBQ Central Show. You can also watch over on YouTube, which is slash RDRMPI. Results of the poll currently, 91% of you say you're doing something totally different for New Year's Eve and 9% of you are saying that you're going to do some type of pork and sauerkraut. We traditionally do some kind of pork or sauerkraut, but I'm also lobbying for spaghetti and meatballs. Why not? Let's throw it all to the wind this time around. I mean, how much luck have we really had over the last number of years that we've had pork and sauerkraut in this house? Not a lot. Not a lot. Uh, Also, we say good evening to those folks that are using the audio streaming platform Clubhouse. So as I say each and every week, if you'd rather hear us and not see us, that's the way to do it. Go download the Clubhouse app and you can get involved in the audio, which is also how we will use it for the next segment when we do the 100% surety questions. So if you would like to take part in that, jump over to the Clubhouse room there, and I will start inviting folks up. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less this Friday, episode 262, taking you back to January 5th, 2016. They say, and I fully agree, that he's one of the best competitors to ever do competition barbecue. That, of course, being Travis Clark of the Clark Crew Barbecue Team. He is featured on the upcoming episode Friday. This was an interview that saw me talking to Travis about. The 2015 Team of the Year win, but up front, we cover a lot of background on him, how he actually got into the competition barbecue scene, what really launched him into it, and then we rolled into what he was working on in the 2014 off season to prepare him for the 2015 season, which, of course, he eventually won Team of the Year in. One of the things that I thought was particularly interesting during this conversation was his full admittance of being... Consistently inconsistent Uh-oh. when it came to Brisket in 2014. Sometimes he would use choice. Sometimes he would use Prime or Certified Angus if he saw one that he looked like it was good for him to buy. Sometimes he would buy Snake River Farms for the big events, but not dialing in a program ended up earning him 114th or 117th overall in Brisket 2014 for the brisket team of the year race. So he knew he had to dial that in, and to his credit, he did. It's a great listen, legendary competitor to be sure, and now a very successful barbecue restaurant owner as well. All right. Well, let's get ready for the Embedded correspondence segment. Had a number of other things to get to, but not going to happen. We'll save it for next year. How about that? I said it. Lame joke executed. Before we get to the Embedded correspondence, I'm talking to you about Green Mountain Grills, some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. Choice Line and a Prime Line. Choice Line, for those that want to save a couple hundred bucks, who just want a reliable, better-than-entry-level cooker you can put a lot of meat on, Choice Line is the one for you. If you don't care about saving some money, you want a little bit more of a robust build on the chassis. You want all the other bells and whistles that a lot of these other cookers have. Primeline, that's the one you're going to want to take a look at. Two internal meat probes. You have a Wi-Fi connection. You have the ability to download an app and control the cooker all through the app. You never even have to get out of your chair if you don't want to to raise or lower temperatures. You can create custom cook cycles. All that stuff. Turn it on. Turn it off. Doesn't matter. You do it all right from the app. Only sold through dealers, so find one near you greenmountaingrills.com that's greenmountaingrills.com and you can check out all of the different sizes and all the different features and benefits and accessories because the dealer should have a lot of accessories too but I recommend the pizza oven insert of course greenmountaingrills.com is the place to go for your next pellet cooker and we'll be back with the embedded correspondence right after this stick around we'll be right back
4: you're listening to the barbecue central show Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. And
0: as luck would have it, this portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet. Currently available in three sizes with a host of accessories, whether you're a beginner or professional, it doesn't matter. Definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal, visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. And, as luck would also have it, it's time for the very last Embedded Correspondence segment of 2022. So we welcome in the Embedded Correspondence, Doug Scheiding, longest running EC from Texas right there to the right, below me, directly is John Solberg from Michigan, but I believe he might be punching out and punching back in because he's held that pose for longer than naturally possible. And test. are you there, John?
2: <laughs> I'm there, but my I seem to be having a, a camera problem.
0: Well, your camera, you camera. You got a mic problem. You got a whole bunch of problems there right now. So you go ahead and work on that. We'll- Figure it out here. And then, of course, a caddy corner to the right from me is none other than the great embedded correspondent from the city of Utah, Rusty Monson, Salt City Barbecue Pitmaster, competition team, and trailer, of course. So, number of things to get to here, gents, but I have some housekeeping that I told Doug to make sure that he keeps me on task for, but I see it. I, I proportioned it right here in the outline. So, before we get going, I have to come clean on something. Okay, hold on a second. What is that? Is that you, Doug? Do you oh, hear that? I don't think so. No. All right. Is that John? I hear a TV in the background. Somebody have a TV on?
1: No. I don't hear anything at all. Certainly not me, because I was on mute the whole time.
0: Hold on.
3: I don't. I don't hear anything either. Hold on. And I'm on mute.
0: Interesting. All right, now it's all gone. So we've done it successfully. Look, I got to come clean with something. So for Christmas Day, our pal, John Solberg, gifted me a very nice rib roast from our pal... Kevin green over at the butcher shop and I cooked it up now a little different process for me because we have one oven in the house and I like to do the prime rib this time (laughs) around through the oven in its traditional roasted sense. I know uh, some folks like to do the reverse sear this and that, but we had some other things that had to go in the oven as well. So I put it in the bag and seasoned it up with some double secret steak rub and cash cow and plopped it in the sous vide machine went right around noon 30 and i text john and i said john how long do you think this thing's got to go in the sous vide machine at 130 degrees he said six hours i was like oh shit stuff,
1: at the time
0: we had boyfriends at the house and All this stuff. Look, this is the long way for me to go to just state the painfully obvious. I posted pictures of it coming out of the oven. And after I got the, the sear on it, when I jacked up the temperature, it looked delicious. I don't know if any of you guys saw it or not. But Curtis Rogers, a fan of mine on Instagram, asked me a question, something I didn't even think about, which was the following. Hey, Rempy, did you use a mayo binder on that?
1: Get that huh. freak stuff out
0: of here. Not only no, it didn't even cross my mind for one second. Uh-oh. Get that freak stuff
1: out of here.
0: I feel like the live fire industry's biggest charlatan, is somebody who brought the mayo binder trend <laughs> to TikTok and Instagram and had it out with dick paste. In a very verbal confrontation, mostly me on top of him on my show, and then hammering it home on Instagram and TikTok, for me to not even think, to use my very own uh, trending thing on social media has made me question my very validity of hosting this show. And again, I use the term charlatan with conviction, with truth, and I'm not just trying to grab BS here. I am ashamed as a live fire human, as a man, as a husband, as a father, as a friend, to all of the embedded correspondence. I feel like I should turn most of you free and let you find some other show to be on for how could I possibly extend into 2023 after such charlatan-esque behavior. No mayo binder as a brisket and it never even crossed my mind. I now open the floor to you, John, for a verbal lambasting, if you should see fit to give me one. I,
2: I missed the entire. <laughs> I don't I, I. don't know why. You, you bastard.
0: Yes, that's I'll right. Yes, that's right. What the heck were you thinking? I wasn't thinking. That's the problem. Rusty, let me have it.
1: I don't know, man. I mean, that was your thing. You thought, you know, and it, it, it all came down to this. You were posting pictures for the first time. Right. This was your time to shine. This is the moment you built up for. This is all you work. This is all Dash the work tags. built up for this. This was your Super Bowl, and you were basically the uh, Seahawks not running the ball. I, with blew,
0: it. And- I, getting it. I so- blew it. I blew it. Dog, give it to me.
3: Okay, I have one possible explanation. Did you actually sous vide it for five hours? Yes. Okay, well, then you wouldn't use mayo because it's going to be slimy. It won't cook off in the last, what, 30 minutes that you put put a sear on it. So that is the explanation. Thank That's God. What you were Curtis,
0: leave me alone on Instagram. You're a bully. <laughs> You're a bully. How dare you question me? I know what I'm doing. I was just waiting for somebody to point it out and save my bacon. No pun intended. So that's number one. Number two, we have another piece of business. And might I say much to the chagrin or to be chagrin of the embedded correspondence.
1: Barbecue Central Show
4: exclusive news update. Greg Raffi reporting from the
0: Breaking News Desk here in Cleveland, Ohio, the city that breaks the most live-fire breaking news as it breaks across the country. Nay, the globe. And not until 6 p.m. Eastern did this even pop its head up. It was over. It was done with. It was gone. Never to be seen or heard from again. However... Gang, gear up for season four of Barbecue Central Show's American Idol. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it, but in sound checking with Pit Barrel. Rusty's looking for a pistol. We're going to see a snuff show right here online. Um, I was talking with Amber Glanville as we were sound checking for Pit Barrel Cooker, and I was telling her about how I won the most recent addition, well, Amber happens to be or fancies herself to be quite a singer. So nonchalantly, Doug, are you eating an arsenic uh, embedded Brit, uh, biscuit to, to off yourself? Uh, I said, well, yeah, if I don't make it through the show, yeah. I apologize. I said, if you if you if you come on as our guest singer, I will revive the show. Of course, thinking she would immediately... Like, who's going to say yes? I have no idea. And she jumped on it in one second. She's like, book it. I am absolutely going to do it. I was like, curses. Well, here I've ponied it up. I've trotted this horse out of the stable, and now we got to ride it. So, gang, I hate to say it. I'm not sure. Uh, Tom Dickey weighing in on instant chat. No. Smoking Joe's Pit Barbecue. You're a bastard shame on you. The lines are coming in fast and furious. But uh, I say, before the year ends, it's going to be five of us. Some of us are going to be battling to get back to the finals. Some of us are going to be battling to defend championships. Some of us, named Doug, are going to be trying to get into the second round for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but start second getting time. second okay. time. First sorry. Sorry. That's right. Jesse's girl. Jesse's girl was awesome. Uh, so start building a mental catalog. Start getting stuff in the can now. She's fully up to speed on what the rules are going to be like. But we're going to have a live singing, live fire celebrity in our midst. It's not just going to be Doug and John, Rusty, and me. There's going to be co founder of Pit Barrel Cooker, Amber Glanville, who will test her metal against our singing savvy. And I know everybody's very, very excited about that. I'm not even going to go around and ask for uh, opinion because everybody's 100% happy. Uh-oh. I can see the look on your faces, no doubt about it. So, All right, uh, let's get to the 100% of surety Picks because that's what everybody's waiting for. I'm going to invite Robert Salazar on stage, and we'll see if we have him here. Robert, are you there? Nope. Why would it work? I don't know. However, we do have our embedded correspondence ready to do. Sure do you, uh, Robert, if you can hear me and you want to jump on, make sure that you're... Uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, hold on. See ya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Robert, are you there? Mm. That's so weird. I tested all this before the show. His hand is up. Let's go to question number one, shall we? Why not? Douglas, 100% yes or 100% no. Prime rib is the official meat for Christmas.
3: Damn straight yes.
0: Yes, Doug. Doug, is your mic on? Tap your mic.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Damn straight yes. Tap your mic. I was on mute.
0: No, no, no. Tap your mic. Do what I'm telling you. (laughs) <laughs> it's not on. It's one hundred percent not on. It
3: is. I can hear it. It's not on. Uh, <laughs> Rusty,
0: one hundred percent yes or one hundred percent no? Prime rib is the official meat of Christmas. It's ham. Fuck no, it's uh-huh. not. Oh, okay. After. Great stuff out of now hold on a sec, Rusty. Tap your mic. Oh, are you serious? Your mic isn't on either. What the hell is no, going on? on here? I, I
1: can. I can hey, hear man. it. I can. It's. it's I, I can hear mine too. It.
0: I mean, it's not. I got,
1: I got I got little lines popping up when I talk.
0: How, yeah. How can it not be coming through my board? <clears throat> I
3: don't know. I can hear my mic on, on when I tap it.
0: That's weird. All right. Well, I mean, it's not coming through here, but whatever. Uh, John Solberg, 100% yes or 100% no. Prime rib, the official meat for Christmas.
2: 100% yes. Save that ham for Easter.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, it's lamp
1: for Easter come on
0: Robert are you there oh no okay hey let's try this guy are you there alright he was there a second ago guy you there still no guy I got an idea watch this I'm going to change the game guy you there <laughs> I changed the game I changed the game. (laughs) Guy, you there? No. Ah, It's bizarre. I don't understand. Anyway. Uh, For me, 100% yes or 100% no. Prime rib, the official meat of Christmas, 100% yes. Yes. Sweet. It's delicious and uh, it's not just because John sent me one I eat it every year and it's delicious that's what I grew up on and it is 100% delicious all right we'll go to question number two now and just for fun let me see where we're at here yeah we're there there and about here yes okay Rusty 100% yes or 100% no You are interested in trying the faux meat products as they come out.
1: Yeah, of course. Why not?
0: Why not? Yeah. Doug, yes or no?
3: No way. Oh. Get that big stuff out of here. A no
0: for Doug. All right, we'll go to John Solberg. 100% yes or 100% no. You are interested in trying the faux meat products as they come out
2: absolutely yes
0: you're a proselytizer of the meat alternatives i think the plant-based meat alternatives
2: i i would agree with that yeah, yeah it's not it's not going away it's only going to evolve no. it's going to change but it's not going away
0: all right so yes for john 100 yes or 100 no for me yeah i like to keep my finger on the pulse even though it's not meat per se uh, i'd like to keep my finger on the pulse. guy are you there now. All right. Well, I'm not sure exactly what the hell's happening over in Clubhouse, but that's why Sam, the cooking guy, berates me for using it. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. John! 100% yes or 100% no. You agree that the smoke profile that most pellet cookers put out is underwhelming.
2: I 100% agree. All
0: right. I did a really... Good job this month at not making the double negative questions. So I have to ask them again. Uh, Doug, 100% yes or 100% no. You agree that the smoke profile most pellet cookers put out is underwhelming.
3: I don't have a lot of experience with other pellet cookers, so I'm going to say no.
0: Oh.
1: Okay. That stuff out of here.
0: Rusty, yes or no?
1: I just put this to the test yesterday and 100% yes.
0: Now, I have a multitude of different pellet cookers. I do not have any hybrid cookers, which do not fall under the pellet cooker category because they're hybrid cookers. And for me, 100% yes or 100% no, do I find that the smoke profile that most pellet cookers put out is underwhelming? No. I don't. I am not a huge smoke fan. Now, to live in hypocrisy, which is the city I founded and currently run, when I had my Lang offset, I loved the flavor that the Lang put out. However, I wouldn't say that was a better smoke flavor, but I wouldn't say it was heavy on the palate or overwhelming, or because I knew how to run the fire the best way possible. But I'm not a huge smoke fan, so I find that what the pellet Cooker puts out agrees with me. It also happens to agree with the women in the family, which I am widely outnumbered by. John, let me circle back to you. Are you a smoke fan?
2: Not super heavy smoke, no, no. I'm, in, in matter of fact, even certain smoke. Profiles bother me. Like the drums are almost to the edge of offensive to me with that, because they, there's a lot of a different type of smoke. So, no, I'm not. I can't say I am a smoke eater.
0: All right, uh, Rusty, are you a smoke eater? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, love, love it. All right, uh Doug, are you a smoke eater? No, no, I'm not. And
3: yeah, I think I think the pellet cookers, you just have to smoke them a little longer to get the smoke flavor that you want.
4: Mm,
0: all right. Uh I believe I'm hearing Guy. Guy, are you there? Oh hold on, you're on mute. Guy, are you there? No. Did you say something?
1: No, it was me, Joe.
0: Joe? <laughs> Joe Martinez. That's me. <laughs> Holy moly. I didn't even know you were here. Usually your your mic never works on clubhouse. Works. Wow look I at saved you it
1: for the last show of the year
0: alright well congratulations welcome aboard by the way uh, everybody go watch Joe's latest video on his YouTube channel where uh him and his daughter make French bread pizzas on the yoder which look delicious Uh in two hundred eleven thousand YouTube subscribers so Joe's a budding YouTube sensation as well uh, Joe are you a smoke eater
1: I am a smoke eater. Yes. Big time.
0: So would you say 100% yes or 100% no that the smoke profile that most pellet cookers put out is underwhelming?
1: I say for most pellet smokers, yes.
0: Yes. All right. The, Not for the other the
1: higher-end ones don't have that issue.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, let me circle back uh, to you <laughs> since we have you. 100% yes or 100% no prime rib, the official meat of Christmas? Absolutely. All right. And... Are you interested in trying the faux meat products as they come out? For instance, Beyond or Impossible?
1: Absolutely not.
0: Okay. Now we're all cut up. Smoking Joe Martinez is joining us here from the studio audience. All right, we'll go back to... Oh, let's start with you, Joe, since you're up here. 100% yes or 100% no. Competition barbecue will continue its slide and not in a positive way next year. I think it will. All right. Sorry, wrong one. There we go. It will, yes. That's a yes. Oh, my God. It's a tragic segment here, one for the ages. Uh, Doug, 100% yes or 100% no competition barbecue will continue its slide and not in a positive way next year.
3: Yes, it will continue its
0: slide. Uh Uh-oh. I have a feeling we have a potential majority in this question, John. Yes or no?
2: It will continue to slide.
1: Yes,
0: Mr. Positive. Yes or no? I don't. I don't think so, man. I think it'll crest right about here. here. Well, in a strange turn of fate and positivity, your humble host agrees with Rusty. I think 2023 is going to start trending back up. Uh, By the way, I have no real statistical data to prove that other than I think that's what is going to happen. I feel it. So we'll see if 2023 is a trend up in competition barbecue. Last question here, boys. Doug! 100% yes or 100% no. World Food Championships will gain the notoriety it once had three years ago.
3: I'm going to say no, but if he goes overseas, possible.
0: But, okay, well, you no. can't you can't pussyfoot around. It's yes or no.
2: <laughs> no. All right. Say like
4: a man. Look the- look like a man.
0: Rusty, 100% yes or 100% no, World Food Championships will regain the notoriety it had three years ago. I don't think so, no. Oh. I don't think so. Get that big stuff out of
4: here.
0: Smoking Joe, yes or no?
2: Uh, 100% no. Oh. I Get that stuff out of here.
0: We go to the man who knows everything. From Michigan, John Solberg. 100% yes or 100% no. World Food Championships will regain the notoriety it once had three years ago. The shark has been jumped. 100% oh. no. Wow. Get
4: that big stuff out of here.
0: Well, we're on tap for an anonymous, agro- an anonymous, a unanimous, an anonymous, a unanimous agreement. 100% yes or 100% no. For me, I'm going to buck the trend. Wait. Yeah, it will. 100%. Yes, it will regain the notoriety at once hand. And I will go ahead and raise the pot, gentlemen. It will be. The most popular it has ever been in 2023 out of its 10 years of current existence. Everybody's going to know about it. Everybody's going to want in on it. And I buy in 100% to Mike McCloud's urgency to make it bigger here in the States and make it a true World Food Championships. So we'll see next year at this time because we'll all remember what I said to see if I was right or if I was wrong to buck this trend. Uh, Joe, thank you for coming on this evening. Anything you'd like to plug before I let you go?
1: Uh, obviously, you've bugged my YouTube channel, but just want to wish everybody a happy new year and cook another prime rib.
0: All right, another prime rib. There he is. Smoking Joe. From Smokin' Joe's Pit Barbecue. He's got a food trailer out in Texas. I gave him the opportunity to go ahead and plug it, but I guess not. Uh, all right, guys, uh, stand by as I do one more piece of business here, and then we'll come back and talk about the 2023 trend. What the fuck is going on here today? It's a nightmare. Hey, in four days, it's going to be New Year's Eve. The day after that, it's going to be New Year's. And then you know what you're going to say? is, oh,
4: I'm going to lose all the weight.
0: Oh, yeah? Well, take it from a guy who's 24 weeks in, not fat, Fat. but said, I'm going to need a little assistance in doing this little accountability. I want somebody to not hold my hand, but somebody that can help me develop a food strategy. Somebody that can help me do a weight strategy and help me accomplish my goals. Well, that's where my pal... David McDowell came into play so the website of course is DavidLeans.com slash bbq that's DavidLeans.com slash bbq so through the past week and a half constant contact on what am I going to be eating what's the weekend going to look like we're going to be doing a lot more of that this coming weekend too because as we talked about when David was on the show this specific time of the year it's almost like it's setting you up to fail right out of the gate it's gluttony it's no self control it's eat anything and everything for a month straight and then you're expected because the year changes to just go ahead and snap it snap to have a lifestyle that you can retreat back to I don't think so that's where a guy like David can be in your corner and really for minimal investment every month in your health, in your well-being, so your family can have you around longer. Maybe they don't want that, but you should want that. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. That's DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. Sign up, ask him the questions. He'll meet you where you're at, and you'll be off and running. We are back with the embedded Correspondence right after this. Stick around.
4: Get back to a guy who has more experience giving you his opinion than he actually has cooking. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempy.
0: All right, welcome back. The embedded correspondents are with me in tow. Doug Shadings right there to the next to me, and below me is John Solberg from Michigan, and Rusty Monson's down there in the bottom right corner. As you are looking at him from Utah. We have some other topics for discussion here as we get through the rest of the last show here in 2022. Rusty, we'll start with you. Best gift gave, gave, given, or and received. Best
1: gift gave and or received. Um, I guess a gift. We, uh, We gave out money to people randomly this year so i thought that was pretty cool um and then we did food for people too so i thought that was pretty neat just just like, like you just like walk up to,
0: to randos and gave them cash
1: yeah if we we're at in like walmart or Target nice. and stuff like that we'll get them hundred dollars we save up and then at the end of the year we give out hundred dollar bills randomly yeah and uh that was cool and then i got a uh you know freaking apple watch for the eighth time so i'll probably break this one in about two and a half weeks and need a new one but it's it's great
0: Oh, all right. got the Apple Watch, nice little piece of tech there for Rusty Monson. All right, Doug, <laughs> best gift you gave and best one you got.
3: Well, y'all are all familiar with the best gift I gave, which was the kitchen shears uh, by Man Kitchen, <laughs> and the the best gift I received were Ariat All Terrain uh, kind of weather weather boots. So uh, hmm. I'm going to use those at cookoffs.
0: All right. Uh, John, best gift you gave and best gift received?
2: Sorry, there's a cat. Just thing. pay no attention to
0: that thing. It's not even supposed <laughs> no, to be a Don't problem. pay attention to the cat. That's not my cat.
2: But where was I? Uh, uh, best gift I received <laughs> is anyone who is helping me with my fundraiser this giving season for Meals on Wheels. Uh, that was great gifts for me. Uh, as far as gave away, I don't... I don't I, I don't uh I'm not a gift person I don't have a lot of folks in my life for that so I'm gonna say it's gonna be the the actual fundraiser itself for meals on wheels uh, Eat for, both both sides of that coin
0: for me uh best gift within the immediate family ooh well it could be the truff box gift set that I got a black truff sauce a white truff sauce and then truffle oil or I thought I was going to get cigars this year, but that, no, no cigars. I know I'm a budding enthusiast, but nobody wanted to step out of their comfort zone and uh, take a risk on a box of cigars, so I went without there. Uh, I did get a pair of house shoes that I was totally not expecting. And uh, now I'm a proud owner of a a pair of house shoes right here, so that's something that I was really... (laughs) Happy. Uh, best gift I gave. Mm. Um, I. Oh, uh, next year for the immediate family, uh, I've committed a certain amount of money for a reattempt at the 25th anniversary vacation that we didn't <laughs> end up going on We'll <laughs> try it again <laughs> this year, and we've uh, earmarked, or I've earmarked a certain amount of money for that. So, uh, those are best. Gave and received. All right, uh, Rusty. No, Rusty got a watch and he gave uh, he gave money. Uh, uh, best food trends of twenty twenty two. Rusty, what tripped your trigger this year on food trends? I
1: I try to avoid those things at all costs. I really do. Like I'm, I try not to do it. I try not to pay attention to them. I try not to worry about them. Um, I don't know, <laughs> so I don't pay attention to to food trends. I really don't. I, they they bother the shit out of me, so I avoid them. So you don't even have a so favorite
0: have. a favorite one that you tried to avoid.
1: Does the McRib count because it was its last turn? Does that count?
0: That's a food trend, no doubt.
1: That would true. I think it, probably the, the not the only because, ones, because it's the last year. I sucking. mean, it's a
0: it's a food trend every year when it comes out. Are you kidding? People are yeah, posting videos, and you know I love McRib. They didn't do it this year, but yeah. And you were soured on the McRib this year. That that was its own it was, food trend of twenty twenty two was the souring of the McRib for Rusty.
1: Yeah, they did it on purpose. They're trying to phase it out and and alienate people like me, their biggest fan.
0: Yeah, well, that's crazy. Uh, John, <laughs> biggest or best food trend of twenty twenty
2: two. I'm I'm still sticking with charcuterie. It's it still held high and changed form from boards and started to take on a little. So I'm, I'm sticking with uh meat, meat and cheese and olive things.
0: All right. Uh, Doug, what do you think the best food trend of 2022 was?
3: Well, I, I thought about John smoked Twinkies, but uh, that f- kind of fell off the board, <laughs> but uh, so to speak, uh, pun intended. Um, I'm going to say, QR codes. I like going to restaurants and getting the menu mm. as soon as I get there. Yeah. So I like QR codes.
0: All right. Uh, for me, food trend of the year, hands down, you can't beat it with a stick, can't whip it with a switch. Smoked cream cheese. It, won, it won the year. That was the best one. I'm not saying it's my favorite, but I'm looking at it as an evaluation of food trends of 2022. Nothing. Shot to the moon quicker. Nothing also fell to the earth faster, uh, you know, 87 hours later after everybody got off it. But when people were on it, they were on that bitch. So that was, to me, the food trend of 2022. What was the worst food trend of 2022, John?
2: Smoked cream cheese was the <laughs> worst food trend of 2022. Come on. It's oh. like. Hey, your opinion. I, I'm going to be quiet. I'll offend people here with that bullshit.
0: Doug, worst food trend of 2022?
3: I had two. Meat prices and bacon-wrapped Oreos.
0: Bacon-wrapped Oreos were a food trend this year? Ooh, gosh.
3: Did you see them on Instagram? Stevie.
0: Yuck. Now I missed that one. Thank goodness. Uh, Rusty, worst food trend of 2022 that you saw?
1: Easy McRib. <laughs> the worst. <laughs>
0: Wow, best and worst. Good. Uh, For me, worst food trend of 2022. uh, hmm, What was the worst food trend? I think in the end, because I still don't understand why or where the fascination came from, was these ridiculous boards. Peanut butter and jelly board, Nutella board. Uh, and there there's a, a cutting board, and then you're putting shit all over the board. Nacho board, whatever. I don't, I don't know why you couldn't just do that on a cookie sheet, uh, maybe for aesthetics. Maybe you never use your cutting board, and this was the reason you were able to get it out of the cabinet and use it, take some Instagram photos. Also, I think this continues to lead us down the path of why the world and the rest of the world hates america is because we do food trends like this we're gonna rub food in your faces countries that can't eat by putting cream cheese and peanut brittle on boards and take pictures of it and put it out there for everybody's social consumption uh so i think those weird boards were the worst food trend of 2022 a doug let's go back to you around here who do you think the most influential person in live fire in 2022 was
3: Blue's Hog barbecue.
0: Really? Wow. All right. Any any particular reason or specifically Memphis in May?
3: Yeah, just the Memphis in May and and they've been on a heck of a streak uh the last year or two and and what they did at Memphis in May was just phenomenal. <laughs> you know, three uh, three categories uh, winning all of them is just amazing.
0: John, most influential person in live fire this year.
2: Uh, I'm going to I'll pull one out of the two because it's nope. people I got to go with uh, Malcolm and Rachel Reed continue to dominate. And I'll pick Malcolm if it's got to get it down to one, but continue to be a strong influence. In
0: yeah, the, the pair uh, Malcolm Rochelle Reed, both very strong influences here in the live fire community. No doubt about it. Rusty, who do you think the most influential person in live fire was this year?
1: Uh, coming from competitions, going to be Brad Leiniger, So uh, kind of the sock oh, connection. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just because he went he to the Stratosphere Fair this year.
0: I'm going to go in left field for this one. You probably don't see it coming. He's a close personal pal of mine, everybody. Michael Simon is the most influential person in live file this year with Barbecue USA on the Food Network exposing... The community to live fire once again. Uh, yet to be seen if it reaches the echelons of Pitmaster, although uh, it's obviously in a second season of filming. Perhaps they have actually already filmed the second season and now it's going through the cutting and editing process to be seen maybe springtime or summer. Uh, Michael has committed to come on the show to promote that when it actually happens. So we'll see how that works. Now that uh, we both follow each other on Twitter, we can direct message each other because I'm a big shot. All right. John, best embedded correspondence segment of 2022.
2: Well, you're only as good as your last show, so obviously I, I will pick this one. However, I don't I expect you to stand for that nonsense. So I'm going to go back to our uh, our putting in place point- Place Hall of Fame. Um that was September. Was that back in September yes. where we put in the guest hall of fame? That, I think that was ah. that was one of the one of the best shows that I've been able to be part of.
0: All right. This year. Guest Hall of Fame for John. Rusty, your favorite embedded correspondent this year? Segment.
1: Um I think it was the final and I hate to say this because I don't want to encourage this one bit, but the finals <laughs> of the uh, the idol. Simply because I felt like I had a shot, I feel like I could have done it. I came, I rose from the ashes, you know, and uh, I almost took it down, but I didn't. But it was a good one, I thought.
0: Uh, Doug, the best embedded correspondence segment this year.
1: I'm
3: in agreement with John. The uh, Hall of Fame. It was oh. a great discussion. All right, filled up the entire program, yep. and yeah, it was just in, in a great class.
0: In a odd twist of fate. I'm agreeing with Rusty. It was the American Idol Finals. I thought the duet was crazy good, and I thought both of us executing live productions on both of our sides, one in Utah, one in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city, was uh, great. And the fact that uh, this kind of trends through the, the previous three months too, but having a real live signed Lead singer of a real ass rock band that actually tours and has sold uh, thousands, if not millions, of uh, copies and streams or whatever the hell they do these days. Uh, Jose Arquiza from Three Years Hollow sitting in and giving his opinion on the finals, I thought was some of our best work in 2022. Um, I am partial, of course, to the guest hall of fame as well, but I think when it comes down to it, if I got to split hairs, Uh, I'm siding with Rusty here and going with the finals of the American Idol Barbecue Central Show. And by the way, if you're just tuning in, much to everybody's chagrin, including mine, there will be a season four of American Idol Barbecue Central Show edition. I didn't want to do it, so blame Amber from Pit Barrel Cooker and go from there. That's pitbarrelcooker.com. A best show interview of 2022. Doug?
3: Second best was the master built. The first one, and this is going to surprise some people based on my previous comments. Ooh. Mike McLeod. Tough questions and wow. straight up answers. All
4: right. Yeah.
0: Very good. Rusty, your favorite interview of the show in 2022.
1: Uh more like a series. I like the Malcolm Reed where he breaks down chicken oh, and then breaks okay. down ribs. And then, like
2: the I, round table.
0: Right.
1: Yep. Yeah. John,
0: your favorite interview
2: of 2022. I gotta roll with Doug, Mike McLeod, wow. in December the thirteenth, wow. because that was a Mike McLeod we have never ever seen on this show before. F Totally different person. Oh, it that was it, it was it really got my attention and I look forward to five years from now because that will be a best moments in five years.
0: Well, I remember doing the due diligence for the twenty twenty two year in review, and halfway through the year I was shocked at the amount of great interviews. Most of the interviews are great in their own right, but then when you got to start classifying them as greatness over greatness, I had a, a handful of ones. And I would be lying if I didn't say there is a portion of me that agrees with John and Doug. However, in the final analysis, there is no doubt in my mind that the best interview of 2022 was the John Marcus origin story to hear his growing up in Ohio, to hear the run-in with Bob Hope, to hear how he then got in the car and drove to New York city to meet up with Bob Hope and make sure that he was able to repitch him on jokes. And then the part that stuck with me the most, there was the whole, you know, the father, uh, you know, tussle that he was having where the father didn't believe he was ever going to be a success. And, and he was back home being on the Cosby show goes outside for a walk in his neighborhood while the Cosby show was airing and every TV show in the neighborhood has the Cosby show on it as he's walking the streets of the neighborhood was absolutely mind-blowing to me not to mention talking about you know the pitmaster shows and you know how that changed the whole dynamic of the barbecue industry uh, the Jeremy Andrus interview was incredible. That was early on in the year, too. That was uh, a front-runner. But in the final analysis, to me, it's uh, it's it's John Marcus taking it. So great answers there. Uh, last question before we call it a year here, gents. Aside from this show, and you're not going to hurt my feelings if you're going to say nobody else's. And I know Rusty can't say that. I mean, he could, but he won't say that. What other barbecue podcasts... Do you listen to? And anything is fair game. No rules just right. John? I'll be totally
2: honest. I am all of my podcast listening times dedicated to the best moments and I have not listened to any other podcast That's right. for the last 5 years. That's right. I abandoned every podcast 5 years ago and and happy to do so.
0: All right. Uh Doug, what other barbecue podcasts are you listening to? <clears throat>
2: obviously the best moments
3: listen to it every week and uh baseball and barbecue pit master's podcast and periodically i'll listen to pit life barbecue and grab them in the brisket and I a a food podcast that i do listen to and i find humorous is green eggs and dan
0: green eggs and dan
3: dan dan a dude he's a comedian and he interviews other comedians mm. and other people other food Few food people, so uh, like Jacques Piquin, he's had, uh, Pequin, he's had on the show and stuff, so
1: so some really good interviews.
0: All right, uh, Rusty, what other barbecue podcasts are you listening to?
1: You know, I'm a true crime junkie, so I have all my time taken up in true crime, but you know, so I have a couple other things to listen to, so I listen to very few. I will always listen to the Barbecue Central show. Um, I <laughs> I do listen to uh, John's, but it is so, at the end, you're like, damn it. (laughs) Yes. What does he say next? (laughs) It's like so infuriating. I'll listen to that too um, when I'm uh, in the car, of course, so I can't do anything about it. Um, And then um, Malcolm Reeds, I'll listen to that all the time. Barbecue Beat with Kevin Sandridge, I'll I'll pop into his, and I'll tune into The Grill Coach every once in a while, but that's about it.
0: Uh, For me, I subscribe to all of the barbecue podcasts that I know that are currently available. And uh, from a very mathematical sense, I listen to all the barbecue podcasts because I want to know what everybody else is talking about, number one. But number two, I want to hear how everybody else sounds. I want to hear how people are hosting. I want to hear their sound quality. I want to hear how they've constructed the show. I want to hear how they've run the show. I want to hear if they've researched the guests. I want to hear what kind of questions they ask. I want to know all the inner pinnings, uh, underpinnings, and inner workings of every barbecue show out there. So I subscribe to all of them. Now, which ones do I actually listen to? Uh, I agree with Rusty 100%. I listen to the How to Barbecue Right podcast every time there's a new episode without fail. I listen to the Pitmasters podcast every time there's a new episode without fail. Not just because Rusty's on the panel, but because I actually like it. And I've been a fan from way back. Uh, I remember contacting Rusty and Anthony uh, a long time ago and saying right out of the gate, you know, you guys have a good sound. You sound good. You sound like you care. um, Aside from actually doing good interviews. Uh, So that was number one with me. And then uh, I will listen to Grill Coach podcast, although they're Going through some uh, trials and tribulations right now uh, that they're uh, working through. And uh, uh well, I mean, it should go without saying that I listen to the best moments uh, every Friday, but I also get an advanced listen as I'm putting those into the podcast feed as well. And I listen to uh, Pit Life Barbecue with Johnny Max uh, out there in New Hampshire. I find that to be an enjoyable listen. And it's not uh, barbecue-related anymore. Um, it's it's definitely more business-related, but Sean Walchef's new Restaurant Influencers podcast, uh, which is now going on a year old, I really enjoy listening to. He's got good sound, and I don't know if it's through his partnership with Entrepreneur or not, but man, oh man, he has gotten some guests over the last handful of months that I could only dream of getting on the show to the tune of uh, that Rob Drydeck from MTV who host that ridiculous show oh well <laughs> it's called ridiculousness um and then but he was like a pro skater or was he a was he a skateboarder Rusty do you know that guy? I'm talking about on MTV? I believe
1: so yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about yeah.
0: But mm-hmm. he you know this guy's worth a billion dollars. He's sold a bunch of companies, you know, uh, and then he had uh, he had Emerald Legacy on uh, like two or three weeks ago. And, you know, I mean, Sean is bringing Damn. some huge guests uh, onto the show and uh, it's great to listen to great to hear them and his guests in a completely different environment than they would normally be. So if you're not subscribed to restaurant influencers, even if you don't own a restaurant, cause I don't, uh, they have a lot of great stuff talking about social media business and all that fun stuff. So uh, those are some of the, the podcasts I listen to. But as I said, if you have a barbecue podcast, I subscribe to it, and I definitely check it out. If it sucks, uh, I can tell right away, and, and I leave it. But uh, otherwise, uh, I might not get to it immediately, but I'm, I'm listening to everything that's out there because I want to know what's out there. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up here, guys, and uh, we're doing it in a little bit more of a timely fashion than I thought we would, which is great. So we'll leave time for promotion. Doug, anything you would like to leave us with and or promote here as we end this show and the year of 2022?
3: Yes, I'm. Uh, you'll you'll you won't hear it because it wasn't on your list. But I'm on uh, co-host on the baseball and barbecue show. You are doing uh, Mike Davis this week. Never, yes. I don't believe it's it. Shocking. When did that happen? You, you never listened to it, so you won't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, Len and Jeff and Doug, or uh, baseball and barbecue, starring Doug Shiding with your co-host Len and Jeff. I think is what we should call it. Uh, Rusty, anything you're promoting on the way out of 2022?
1: Uh, always listen to the Pitmasters podcast. We are taking a little bit of a break, but we're coming back big in 2023. Trust me. So right. uh, go back and get caught up.
0: John, promotion as we leave 2022.
2: Uh, i just like to thank everyone who's helped with the fundraiser for Meals on Wheels over on my Instagram. And I would like to invite anyone who can pop over there to Instagram, make a quick donation. We're about halfway to our goal. Super easy. Just, Just if you can help, it's the giving season. Thanks so much.
0: Yeah, And, uh, of course, I will promote John's Meal on Wheels uh, drive as well. So go ahead and give a few bucks if you can. Uh, Gentlemen, as the year closes, I say with peace and love. Peace and love. And thanks and and praise uh, your patronage to the show each and every month, doing the segments, preparing, getting ready, singing, of course. And I'm looking forward to doing another (laughs) 12, well, I guess it's technically 24, segments with you next year. Uh, if not more, for whatever reason. But uh, I humbly thank you for the time, the work, and the effort that you put into the show. It's been a great 2022, and here's to 2023. Thank you. There they are. Doug Scheiding, John Solberg, and Rusty Monson, Texas, Michigan, and the great city of Utah, respectively. And we are ready to go. Before we leave this evening... Let me do a little catch-up on some reads here. First, let me tell you about Smithfield. Sponsoring, once again, the Committed Cooks program in 2023. Only a few spots left. If there even are spots left, you can find out by visiting SmokinWithSmithfield.com. with Smithfield.com. Teams that are picked will receive premium swag kits, coupons, and surprises throughout the season, once again spots are limited if they're not already full you can find out by visiting smoking with smithfield.com and by Vortic Watch back in the day watches made to be worn in the pocket and after World War II wrist watches came into vogue the pocket watch quickly became an afterthought finding their way into stock drawers and scrap heaps quite simply a tragedy enter Vortic Watch helping bridge the gap between America's storied watch manufacturing past and bringing it to the present day where wristwatches are experiencing a high level of popularity once more. Here's the coolest part. Each watch that Vortic makes is unique and one-of-a-kind. Vortech founded on the motto that America wasn't assembled, it was built. Check out VorticWatches.com for more information or pick one that's currently available. We're back to wrap the year right after this. Stick
4: around. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Barbecue Central Show. whole packers full racks legs and thighs injecting butts if you've never heard this before you might think you found the best triple x show ever let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today craig Rimpey. all
0: right we thank the embedded correspondents once more doug shiding from texas john solberg from michigan and rusty monson of utah Make sure you're checking them out at their various social media haunts. Subscribe to Rusty's podcast, the Pitmasters podcast, if you like barbecue podcasts, but with a little bit of a different spin, a little bit more competition stuff. They also talk a lot of steak and other stuff. I think that's going to do it. All the way back in the first hour, we spoke with Noah Glanville, the co-owner of Pit Barrel Cookers, pitbarrelcooker.com. Talked about 2022 business prognostications that he nailed we talk about what he's expecting coming up in 2023 and then we got the origin story of noah glanville all the way up until the internet went out somewhere along the line and that stops abruptly so i apologize for that but up until that point a great conversation with noah and i appreciate his support of the show the friendship and his openness as we got through that origin story then in the second hour the embedded correspondence talking about surety questions i came clean on the fact that i didn't even think about putting mayo on my prime rib as a binder i can't believe it after i started the mayo binder trend of 2022 all me and nobody else but me and smoking joe's pit barbecue will vouch for me as he did a brisket on his youtube channel giving me the credit as he should have which i appreciate then you saw him right here on the panel doing the 100 assurity questions a little earlier this evening then we talked about some of the best of 2022 stuff with the panel of embedded correspondence and then closed it out hope everybody had a great Christmas, the great Hanukkah, you're in the middle of Kwanzaa right now as well, if you're celebrating that, I hope you're having a great holiday, whatever it is you're celebrating or celebrated, and as we press forward to the weekend, I hope everybody has a safe New Year's celebration, I'm too old for any of that nonsense myself, I'll be in bed by 10, 11 o'clock at the latest, but if you're going to be going out and you're going to be imbibing and having a gay old time... Make sure that you are being safe. We want you back for January 3rd, where we have a brand new show ready to go with Sam the Cooking Guy and Malcolm Reed and Cal Phelps from NBBQA, just to name a few right off the top of my head. So September 11th, 2001, I will never forget. I want to thank everybody for listening this year. I certainly appreciate it. And we are locked and loaded for 2023. I am your program host and proud U.S. American Greg Rempe. Good night now.
1: Hello, this
2: is
4: Joe with Smoking Joe's Pit Barbecue, and you are listening to The Barbecue Central Show.